0: Tag, no tag. What is up, y'all? Welcome to a brand new episode of Midnight Drop. I'm your host, Jordan Malone. Thanks so much for coming in today. Uh, today is just going to be another chill day as always. And today, like always, we got Lance Williams on the podcast. Hey, what's up, my guy?
1: Hey, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Good to be here, man. Good to be here.
0: Hey, yeah, yeah, I'm glad you're here, bro. Now this man's 24. He's part of the old man gang. Gotta go get his crutches, gotta go
2: take go his pills, all that shit.
1: No, no, no. hold on. Probably like 25, yeah. maybe 26. I say I'm on the verge, but I ain't jump off the <laughs> clip yet. You know what I'm saying?
0: Uh, you old, you old. Admit
1: it. <laughs> he said, let's be honest me. here.
0: <laughs> honest here, bro. You gotta yeah. go to bed early, fuck. Can't be going out late at night. <laughs> got, got back problems. <laughs> Oh,
1: man. (laughs) Hilarious.
0: Um, Hilarious. Nah, man. Good to have you here. And glad to have all you guys here. uh, Whether you're listening to the podcast or watching the podcast, it's always great to have you guys here. Uh, Enjoy your company as always. Today, we're going to keep it chill. We're going to be talking about uh, a short film that I watched that was really cool and really interesting. And it was My Year of Dicks. Uh, It was a film, (laughs) a Uh short film, yeah <laughs> yeah my dear dicks yeah we're gonna be watching that uh well not watching it just pretty much me doing review because i watched it after Brandon and i uh found out it was nominated in the oscars for best animated short film and oh, also yeah. yes and also we're gonna be talking about some things regarding the oscars i want to make sure we're doing the same thing regarding the oscars mm-hmm. uh 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 And also talk about some video games that we want to see adapted since we have The Last of Us pretty much going crazy uh, out here on HBO Max. All this and more right here. What? Oh my gosh. You've been watching it, bro?
1: Bro, yes. That show is amazing.
0: (laughs) That. Hey, we're going to talk all, we're going to talk everything about that, bro. Indeed. We're going to talk everything about that show because that is one of my favorite shows so far. It probably might be one of my favorite shows of the year already.
1: Oh, for sure. And it's, our, it's just sure. January, so hey, a great, a great just, start. A great start, if you ask me.
0: Right. Actually, you know what? I'll be right back. I'm gonna go ahead and
1: turn on the fan. Man. It's hot as hell. That man sweating in his room. Puffing him. Puffing. I down the house. I man was sweating the whole time. That's for the whole time. <laughs> All
0: right. Sorry for the technical difficulties for the worst podcast
1: in the world. <laughs> I'm done. They' about to be like, I ain't even watching this shit no more.
0: (laughs) I'm gonna see these motherfuckers on the podcast
2: (laughs) doing on Zoom and shit. (laughs) Microphone suck. Anyway,
0: uh, nah, nah, we were uh talking before we even started and everything. Man, I was telling you about uh my birthday and how I didn't even tell nobody Mm -hmm. it was my fucking uh yeah, like, but like I said, okay, so like for everyone who doesn't know who's listening and watching right now. I my birthday was January 10th. It was two weeks ago on a Tuesday. And I could have had the opportunity to have made a whole big post on TikTok, could put it on Instagram, could have made this big thing. I did not. I just I just straight up just didn't say anything because I I, I was at a point where I was just like, I'm I'm not really feeling like this is a super, super big deal. Like it's it's your birthday. like you just want to chill and like i did a lot of things over the weekend Mm. and just kind of like had time to myself and the people that i care about and love like you know i ate a lot of food went to the arcade went to the movies had a cake all that so i think that's what like what i try for my birthdays just that's what i strive to make my birthdays be
1: about so Mm. okay okay ain't nothing wrong with that honestly as long as you you know celebrated the fact that you Lived another year, you know, that's that. I think that's the most important thing. I don't, I think, I don't think it matters how you do it. Just as long as you're happy and celebrating, because I mean, that is something worth celebrating. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. like, Yeah. Cause like I had, cause I, I, I'm gonna sound like a hater. I'm gonna sound like a hater. I'm gonna sound like an <laughs> asshole. But I just, I, I just remember in high school, especially high school and a little bit in college, uh, it was the people who uh, who made their birthday seem like it, it, it had to be your most important day of the year. Like, I'm not talking about the individual whose birthday it was. I'm talking about they would spread it and make it seem like, oh, you got to you got to care about my birthday, because if I if oh. I care about it, you make the most important. thing. It was like, oh, OK. And then they have the little uh they have the little uh, happy birthday sticker with like some money on it. Pinned to their chest. I'm just like. <laughs> money out there why steal that shit
1: <laughs> i never seen nobody do it though but i know people be thinking that especially when you see like a a, a 20 on the front or a hundred dollar bill on the front i know people be like i could just you know i'm not gonna do just it just gonna take that
0: <laughs> just just take that shit just go ahead and How about the
1: take all that gotta gotta Calm yourself down, you know. Got to cool down a little bit. <laughs> you got, you got a hundred dollar bill strapped to your chest. Be like, must
0: contain it. Give me that shit.
1: <laughs> I'm bold. I'm saying, like, I don't know. I wouldn't be that bold. I know people. People. Some people out here don't care. So I don't want to. I yeah, don't want. Especially wanna in Atlanta, they don't. Yeah, give a fuck. I don't want to risk that. But I don't give a fuck. <laughs> be kind of exactly. fucked
0: up if you just take the hundred
1: dollar bill out their chest and be like, "Happy birthday, though." <laughs> Dang, no, that would be so disrespectful, bro. I wouldn't even yeah, want to like celebrate. That. I wouldn't even want to do anything for the rest of the day, bro, because that's a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars.
0: Took my goddamn hundred dollars. <laughs> your own damn fault because you posted, Indeed. You like, that shit world Lee, to see. Yeah, man, but. Nah, nah, it's like, yeah, I had a, you know, so like, yeah, my birthday was cool. I pretty much had like a birthday week to celebrate okay. all I wanted to do. I mean, uh, okay. uh, I wanted to go to the arcade, and I went to the arcade with Brandon. Uh, he, he, uh, the guy was in the episode last time, uh, which, by the way, check it out if you haven't seen it. And we just went to the arcade. We just played a bunch of fighting games. We played old school NES games, NFL Blitz, NBA Jam, you know. We played a bunch of Smash Bros. I mean, we just had a good time. And then um I think we all we didn't go to the movies. We just we just kind of chilled and went to Waffle House. And that's like our old thing. Like we always be going to fucking Waffle House. And man, I I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm going to be honest, bro. Uh, I miss do I miss Waffle House in Atlanta? I don't know. I Waffle do. House in Atlanta was a was a vibe. <laughs> Sometimes it was weird, but it was really a vibe over I, here. What would you say, Lance?
1: Oh, I was, i was just agreeing with you. Like, yeah, it was a vibe, bro. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah, man.
0: I, that was a really good vibe in Nashville. It's like, you can still get it, but it's more like, and I hate to say it for everybody, for all the white viewers. There was a lot of white people in there and I got like, and I would sometimes get a lot of stairs in there, bro. A lot of stairs, um, there was that one time me and my girl went to Waffle House. We were just chilling, uh, chilling on the uh, little countertop, the little bar they have. And we, we straight up just ordered our food and everything. It took me cause it was super busy. There's this guy on the right that had this, uh, make America great again hat and like, uh, like the little camo wilderness jacket and chilling. And he was just like, and I was like, Oh, Hey, what's up? (laughs) I had no problem because I'm like, as long as he ain't yelling no crazy shit in the Waffle Mm -hmm. House, we good. I just want my waffles and go. And we go there and we eat. We got our food first before him. He was there before we got there. So we get our food first. He looked at us as, what in the hell? (laughs) Like these. Swear to God, he asked us, hey, what did you order? I just ordered some waffles, sausage, eggs. And then the next thing you know, he's just like, "Uh, I should have got my food you sure that's not my food? And my and she was pointing at my girl's food too. And she was like, you sure that's not my food? And I was like, she was like, what did you order? Uh, kind of the same thing, but you know, something like that. I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you fucking didn't. And I swear to God, like, um, uh, I guess the worst part was that the waitress finally came with her with his order, but put it in the go box. And then she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put it in the go box. And she was black too. And I swear to God, he looked at, me, my girl, and the waitress, and almost, and wanted to say the N word. <laughs> he wanted to say the N word, <laughs> but he just ended up, he ended up grabbing a plate from the back, ate his food, and he left no tip. He just ducked, just ducked, bro. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've been in a experience a similar experience where somebody I've gotten there <laughs> way before somebody else did and then they get their yeah. food before me and I get myself super late. So I honestly I could fend for him. I'm not even gonna lie. I to feel you. for him too.
0: Like at that point I'm just like, hey, go ahead, cause the N-world. I I understand.
1: But no, 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 hold on, no, nah, hold yeah, on. I ain't, ain't, I ain't say all that. All I'm saying is I can understand the anger. He does, He still had no right to be like. Nah, you damn. You damn. Like nah,
0: nah, 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 nah. nah he, and the he didn't even say it. He he. All it looked like he about to say it because his face got all red and I was just like, oh shit, it's coming. <laughs> like, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> he about to. About
1: to he he about
2: to blow. <laughs> I'm
1: about to say, bro. Like I understand the the the, the anger because that nah, I would have been tight too, but. I wouldn't, I don't think he, I, I hope, I'm glad he didn't cross that line though. Cause you know, even though there's a lot of anger, you still gotta, you still gotta keep your composure to a point to where you're not about to get yourself either canceled or beat up in front of a bunch of people. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. If,
0: if you were in an Atlanta Waffle House, he would have gotten his ass beat,
1: but For sure. because For sure. he was
0: in Nashville, Tennessee, a bunch of other white guys. Uh, I don't, I think he would have said it and it would have been some gas like, oh,
2: you need to leave.
0: And then after that, it would have been like, yeah, you tell him Frank. <laughs> so Yeah I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, bro. But, uh, but no, man, like waffle I was in Atlanta was a vibe though, it was mm-hmm. just kind of like you had, you had like air like everybody was chilling, eating some waffles. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. Like, Someone asked me like, where do I want to go eat and chill? I would just be like, man, let's just go to the Waffle House. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not even too crazy because like uh, a lot of the restaurants, a lot of people, a lot of the time, especially like freshman and sophomore year, especially freshman year, a lot of people talking about, man, let's go out to this really nice restaurant. Let's go here. Let's go there. And it be overpriced as hell. I'm a broke college student. I'm just like, man, let's go to Waffle House. I'm going to pay like nine ninety five for two waffles, uh, sausages and eggs. Next thing you know, they talking about, uh, you like Waffle House? you ghetto and I'm just like what <laughs> call me ghetto all you want because Waffle House is a waffle home to me nigga
1: but I'm about to say that's so kind of crazy bro it is not that deep bro I like what I like and don't yeah, be and you know, it, yeah cause some people just be too bougie like man if the food
0: oh, good the food good bro especially at Morehouse and Spellman, bro like up, uh, people acting bougie when you know you ain't that bougie mm-hmm. <laughs> And there's some people who were actually boozy who were just like, I would never go to a Waffle House in my life. I'm a dictified Negro. It's like, I don't give a <laughs> damn. <laughs> I don't give a damn. <laughs> I'm
1: about to say bro.
0: Oh, man. Now, I will say, uh, going to a Waffle House during homecoming week was was is an interesting thing, though. That mm-hmm. was a very interesting time. It can be fun, but it can also be kind of you know, ridiculous. I think it was that one time I went to Waffle House. Um I I remember it like Peachtree Street. It was right it was right across from that cookout everybody went to that. Yep, line. I know
1: that. what you're talking about. Yeah, that was that was good. Was. That one
0: had a good one. Yeah. It was a good one. Yeah. So it was a Waffle House right across from that from that cookout that had the line extended all the way into the street. People going crazy, twerking out in the parking lot. But it was, uh, it was at Waffle
1: House, right? I mean, uh, you know this guy. You remember this guy named David Arnold? His name sounds very familiar. I think I'll know him if I see a picture for sure.
0: Yeah, he was one of my good friends. Uh, he's he's been on the podcast like years ago, and he, you know, me and him being were tight, all that. He's at Arkansas State, but like me and him went to uh to Waffle House, right? Mm-hmm. And. I pretty much, like, we pretty much was just there chilling, and I was talking about, man, let's just go over there and chill all that. He said, yeah. But, like, he didn't like the location as much because he thought it was a little ratchet. And I was like, I I kind of get it. But, like, I've been in areas where I'm just like, I, I, I'm I, not really that mad about where we're going to be at, as long as it's good food is good food. So we just eat waffles and stuff. Uh, next thing you know, uh, there was there was, there was was a group of three people that uh, I guess were, like, either Clark Atlanta alums or whatever but two of them were drunk the other one was just helping them out we eat our food and they start they started saying something to us like hey how you doing what's up and I was just like hey what's up and I just told David hey they, they drunk he was like yeah I can see and we go up there to the counter and next thing you know it's like uh, it got weirder like one of the one of them was a dude uh, pretty much was just talking, talking about oh, you like that waffle house? Oh, you like that waffle house? It was just weird, and then uh, I guess the messed up part, uh, the messed up part is that the dude uh started trying to touch David in his private parts. I was like, what the fuck? It was the weirdest shit, and. I, I, at first I was just like, I was laughing a bit because the man was like, because we were uncomfortable. Then. But then once he saw it, I was like, oh shit, wait a minute. Hold on a second. And yeah. they was about to beat his ass, <laughs> but it was weird too. Cause then they, Oh my God. Uh, they, they were just some ratchet drunk mofos, bro. And, and then the thing is, uh, I started talking, I I was an asshole on this one. I started talking to the girl that was the supervisor and asked her, like, who she was and all about her and stuff like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. But then I said, I got to go. But then all three of them tried to give us uh, their numbers to us and said, let's hang out tonight. And I was like, hell no, we ain't hanging out tonight. (laughs) I ain't hanging out.
1: Niggas are weird at Waffle House in Atlanta, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But, hey, but whenever you have the moments where you go there, like, one, two in the morning and there's like nobody there or like just a couple people and you just there either. I Sometimes I'll go by myself, but sometimes I'll just go with like a friend or something. You just go there. You just mm-hmm. chill, eat, talk, get your food quick, everything like th- those. That's, 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 that's the vibe I like from Waffle House right there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. There's going to be days where it's crazy, but that where it's just cool like that. That's, that's, yeah, that's what I like. No, that is cool. It
0: is cool. I mean, yeah. that's that's the perfect time for Waffle House. Well, I, I would still say stay aware of your surroundings, and I've had to do that ever since the uh, whole shooting in the one Waffle House here in Nashville. The one years ago, go over that? Oh my god! I, I I didn't know about that. No, that was a bit. Whoa! That was a big deal. That was the one where um, uh, it was a guy uh him in his home, was even Waffle House. Someone came in with like I think it was a shotgun or something, and then mm-hmm. it was like a gun or something. And then guy stopped him. A guy stopped him, like threw his gun down and stuff. And then
1: it uh, was like famous for about the whole year. It was the Waffle House shoot. You didn't know about that? No, I had no idea. Or right, or right, if anything, I probably don't remember it. But no, that's actually crazy.
0: Let me let me look it up and let me uh let me show you because that was a big. That was a really big deal. Especially uh where I was in.
1: Oh yeah, I bet. But I'm about to say Uh, that stuff ain't no joke. That stuff ain't no joke at all.
0: Yeah. Okay, this was like like four years ago, yeah. Let me go ahead and uh go ahead and get this together. Because yeah, it was so to give you like a, a little summary, a basis of what was going on, it's just that so, guy just sitting, chilling at Waffle House. is eating. And then this guy, and, you know, shooter comes in. I think with either shotgun or AR-15. I don't care. I don't know and I don't care. It's gun is still a gun. It's crazy. Came in and shot up people. Shot up people. Just eating, chilling, working, all that. Uh, Then the guy who was eating with his friend, ducked cover. And then he got up and then threw the shotgun down and then chased the guy out. And it was a big situation to where I think he got, I think he like burned his arm because he, he grabbed like the muzzle of the, of the gun or whatever. Oh, and wow. yeah. And it was a situation where I think the, he did an interview at the police station and he just straight up just said, I'm not a hero because it's like, I was just trying to look out for myself and my friends and that's it. And then for the entire year, he just kept getting like a lot of these like, awards getting recognized i mean he was from tsu so it was a very interesting time okay hold on here here here's the uh here's what i'm, I'm gonna to turn to, to tennessee what a suspect in that deadly waffle house shooting is finally in custody captured after a day and a half on the run abc's aero reshift is there in nashville and ariel a day and a half police finally caught him yeah
3: that's right, Michael. That suspect was caught with one of four guns authorities knew he owned. It was a dramatic end to a desperate two-day search. That takedown happening less than one mile from this Waffle House, the scene of that deadly rampage. A towering quadruple murder suspect shuffled into jail, captured after a 36-hour manhunt that terrorized a community. A tip from a citizen leading to the arrest. 29-year-old Travis Reinking, cornered by a swarm of officers, cuffed in the woods behind Mm -hmm. his own apartment complex.
1: Detective Williams drew down on uh, the suspect. Uh, The suspect proned out. He told him to get on the ground. He got on the ground immediately.
3: Reinking, seen here in this video feed from court, charged with four counts of criminal homicide.
1: Do you have any question about your charges or your bond? Uh, No, I don't.
3: Police say he was found with a backpack and a semi-automatic handgun with ammunition.
1: When he was caught, he did have a maroon shirt, dark jeans, and a black backpack with, again, a silver Kimber semi-automatic uh, weapon.
3: Ryan King had been on the run since the Sunday morning massacre at this Waffle House just outside Nashville. Police say he showed up wearing nothing but a green jacket, opening fire with this AR-15. Killing yeah. four people before being tackled by patron James Shaw Jr. as he attempted oh, okay, 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 okay. to taking off. I, I recognize him. I've anguish seen him before. For those okay. lost. 20 year old Akila Da Silva, an aspiring rap artist. 21 year old De'Ebony Groves, a Dean's List Belmont University senior studying social work. 29 year old Teron Sunderland, a longtime employee of Waffle House. Twenty-year-old Joe Perez's mother saying his family is shattered, asking for prayers.
0: Yeah, so that was the whole that Oof. was the whole situation. Yeah, and now and the thing is, okay, here's the crazy thing. So, I and I guess I'll just go ahead and say it. I referee basketball. I referee basketball at AAU high school all that, and it was one day where I. I was refereeing like a men's league game, and next thing I know, like one of the games I was refereeing was the guy who stopped the shooter, and it was him. And he had he had a nice story, by the way. And he he was he was a he was a cool guy, and mm-hmm. the fact that he did that, and I was just like, yeah, he's a hero for that. But yeah, that ever since that, I've been very wary of like which Waffle Houses to go, but how late I'm at. Like you never how late or how, how early you are, but it, it's just crazy like it happened like so early in the morning. And mm-hmm. It just it just shook a lot of people up in the national community, and you know, uh, yeah. Again, it it goes into the whole conversation of uh, mass shootings here in America and just how how is it that all these people who don't seem fit to have a gun have a gun? But yeah, it.
1: It's just, here. yeah, it's a crazy topic, bro. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's a crazy topic, but
0: no, no, no. Waffle House is still a waffle home to me. It's still to go, um, uh, to get all those waffles and all that food for that cheap of a price. Yeah, it, it's awesome. And mm-hmm. also, uh, I'm going to go to Waffle House, I guess, like a Saturday, the Saturday after, after work, cause I'm going to be working a long ass shift. Not gonna be eating that much. I'm gonna go on, go grab me an all star, go grab me some good ass food, and call it a day. <laughs> hey, yeah, as man. you should, bro. As you should. Yeah, man. But all right, man. Let's go ahead and get into uh Let's get into some talking about a, a certain short film I watched, "My Year of Dicks." <laughs> you. <laughs> My my year dicks yes. If you watched or listened the epi- to uh, to to the episode that we had before this one, then you would have known that uh, as I was going through the Oscar nominations, I was pretty much talking about like yeah, like this it's a whole animated short film called My Year Dicks, and Brennan and I was just like, what the fuck, and we watched the trailer, <laughs> and we were like, what? W- w- okay, we don't understand what's going on, and uh, it was just here, man. Like it was just here, <laughs> and. Um, I watched it and I just, I will say that I can see why it got nominated. I can see why it got nominated. Have you ever heard of this before, before me talking about it or no?
1: Nah, never. Nah, never. have.
0: Okay. So first of all, actually I'll ask this while I'm getting the trailer and everything up together. Mm-hmm. Did you, uh, did you, did you watch, did you
1: hear about the Oscar nomination? Did you watch any or no? I I look at them through, because, uh, like, I follow Variety and, you know, was it Hollywood Reporter and all those on, like, social media. So they would be posting up who all got nominated for what. And, yeah, I saw them all. Um, I'm kind of disappointed in some ways because, like, I don't know. I feel like some movies really got snubbed. And, yeah, it's, it's, like, the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, how it is most every year. Don't get me wrong. There's some nominations I saw that I'm very happy with, but like as a whole, I was like, "There's some movies that should have got nominated, but they didn't." And it's just kind of like another one of those. Ah, here we go. More snubs of movies that should have got on there, you know. So
0: yeah, yeah. No, I understand. I, uh, you know what? Uh, I'll I'll go in and talk about this since we're already on the subject. I watched the nomination video. That they had with I think it was Riz Amid and yeah, uh, the one woman who played Yeah,
1: the
0: one who was the actress for uh that movie Megan that came out this month. Mm-hmm. And I um uh, I I was not surprised by anything. I thought there were movies that deserved the nominations. Uh Banshees mm-hmm. of Anishion was a was a great film. Uh I thought I, I was surprised to see Top Gun Maverick. I was happy to see Top Gun Maverick nominated. Uh did not like the nomination for Elvis. Elvis was not a good choice in my opinion. I the first half of that film is is bullshit. I'm just going to say it. The second half of the film is is cool. Uh, Austin Butler carried that film but not really a fan of it. Uh I thought The Batman and Nope got snubbed. I know not a lot of people love yeah. Nope, but I thought The Batman was one of the best movies of 2022. It Had amazing cinematography and amazing soundtrack. Um, uh, I, 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 in the supporting characters in that movie were were great. The supporting actors, really, like Colin Farrell, had a great uh, portrayal of the Penguin. Uh, Zoe Kravitz did a great job as Catwoman. Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey Wright did really good at Commissioner Gordon. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I thought that movie, even though I got three, I got some nominations for technical awards for a lot of stuff, special effects. Um, I think sound and, like, too. Harry, I think. Sound, yeah, sound, and then something else. I was like, "That's cool," but like, I, I really thought that it should have gotten a nomination for best cinematography and best adapted screenplay. I don't, oh, for sure, I, don't,
1: I I agree with you, bro. Like that movie was so good. That wow. movie was amazing.
0: Um, I I the 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 Oscars has a has a you know they have a they're political and they're also. An organization that doesn't care for certain movies like the Batman and Marvel movies and comic book movies. So, I mean, like, the only films I've seen that they've nominated for something like as big as like an an adapted screenplay or Best Picture was Black Panther and Logan. Logan got Mm -hmm. Best Adapted Screenplay, but he didn't win. Uh, But the fact that he got nominated was dope. Now, Best Picture Black Panther. Black Panther, remember that year Black Panther got nominated for Best Picture?
1: Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. I was like, "Wow, that was crazy."
0: I was, I was surprised by it, but at the same time, I was just like, "Man, I'm not gonna lie." Someone forced
1: y'all to do that because I don't think y'all wanted to do that at the beginning. I feel it. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they did either. Because there's, there's times where I feel like, like Marvel, if if they should get. Not, like, recognized for one thing, it should be at least the the special effects. You know what I'm saying? Because them teams be going all in for that. Like, it's crazy. Like, like if story, everything else aside, at least that. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. but, But they don't. Like, they give it to movies that I don't even really be seeing using much special effects, if anything. You know, like, it's weird.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird. I even said that for the Batman. Really, they used a lot of special effects in the third act of the film. They didn't even use a lot in like the the beginning or in the middle. Like
1: it was a lot of it was just right. like stunt
0: work and practical, practical
1: which was amazing. Like that whole car chase scene, practical, which is crazy.
0: Yeah, so, that
1: scene was beautiful.
0: I'm not. I'm not going. Okay, you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, the Batman got snubbed, and I, I knew it was going to get snubbed too. Like when that movie came out, and I watched it, I was like, "This is one of my favorite movies. This is, not, if not a top two movie for me of 2022." But I was like, "This movie ain't going to get nominated because it's so early in the game." But then you have the argument of, "Well, everything, everywhere, all at once came out. I think like maybe the same month or like around that same time period." i was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, but that that film that film premiered in film festivals. That film." Had, uh wasn't a comic book film. It was goofy. It was crazy. I mean, you had all the cinephiles go crazy for it. Of course it was going to get nominated. And, uh, I, you know, that movie deserved it. I just feel like the oh, Batman, yeah. I, I feel like it should have deserved, like, adapted screenplay or something like that. Because that, yeah. that was one of the best comic book films that actually was a comic book movie and a film. More of a film, really, when you look at everything they've done for it. But, I mean, I, I thought that movie got snubbed. Uh, I thought Nope got snubbed. Uh, Nope. Uh, Listen, I understand that that movie, uh, there are some people who don't like it. There are some people who love it. There are some people who think it's okay. I think it was a great, I I thought it was an amazing movie theater experience that, and I will say this, as a black man, uh, seeing that in the big screen made me super, super happy. And it's exactly what I wanted uh, in films, that were just it's exactly what I wanted. And when I said, I don't want to see any more struggle films, I don't want to see any more civil right period pieces or like, you know, I'm deep in the trenches types of films, something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah so, I, I I couldn't agree. More. I couldn't agree more with you though. Like, I feel like most people didn't like it because off of their, off of their first watch, they didn't fully understand what it was trying to convey and stuff like that. Cause like, even after the movie, like, okay, spoiler, whenever the whole thing with Gordy and everything like that, like, they, they some people still didn't understand what Gordy had to do with the overall thing with the alien and everything. And I was like, you know, like, either watch it again or you get Like, because sometimes, even, like, after I watched it the first time, I was confused. I know I liked it, but I knew it was something I still had to do more research on to fully understand what, what point was being conveyed. I feel like, if anything, this one was more obscure with what the with what the point is compared to, like, Get Out and Note, I mean, and Us, but it, it was still there. And if anything, I kind of like when I have to go out of my way to look up what certain things mean, understand the context of what, you know what I'm saying? So then when I watch it again, things kind of make more sense, if that makes sense. And I feel like most people just didn't like it because they either they weren't trying to you know figure out more about it or because it was just I don't know just too con- too confusing maybe I don't know but yeah no
0: some people thought it was way too confusing that it was it was a lot I will say it was not a perfect movie for me because when I first watched it right out of the gate I said this is a this is a really awesome great looking film with a really interesting story, but I can see that Jordan Peele was trying to pack in so many things to it. Like yeah. there was homages to jaws, to signs, uh, to all these different, uh, films that he wanted to go ahead and, and chalk in. And I thought it would get a little bit, uh, confusing for some people. Yeah. And I think because this was a big blockbuster, this was a film that you do, you wouldn't think is a big blockbuster film, but it did become one. And, and a bunch of people saw it and got advertised like crazy that's when it's just like you have people who, you know, you know, they they're not going to be super interested in like going into a deep dive and they'll probably be like, "Well, it was uh, it was trying to get deep and I couldn't get it." And I mean, when people like Logan Paul say this is one of the worst movies they've ever seen, that's when you know, okay, some people are kind of dumbasses out here, but <laughs> but I I mean, all to say, I thought this movie should have been nominated for best cinematography, too.
1: I thought or it been best, nominated for best That cinematography. that because Hoyt Van Hoyt, Hoytema, is that his last name? Yeah. Yeah, Hoyt Van Hoytema. Yeah, that, bro. That's, that, bro, the, the 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 scenery was crazy. The cinema, bro, the, the shots, everything was crazy. Like. What? Yeah. No,
0: hold on. Go, continue. I'm sorry, bro. I'm
1: oh, no, you good. You good. And then I was also going to say, it should have at least got nominated for, like, sound, I feel, as well. Because it used sound very yes. well throughout the whole film, for sure. But, hey
0: yes it, i'm gonna make i'm gonna make this bold claim, and a year from now, we can go ahead and revisit that if this podcast is still a thing, but I promise you, I promise you, watch him nominate Oppenheimer for best cinematography because Oppenheimer has Hoyt van Hoytema doing the cinematography for that. Watch him do that, and then i'm gonna be like. You see that shit? <laughs> it doesn't, it sometimes it doesn't really fucking matter of like how good you are. If you just have a name attached to it or anything else is cool. And yes, I know Jordan Peele is already an industry giant and people respect him revere him and stuff like that. But like you compare him to Christopher Nolan, they're going to be like, Oh my God, it's cinema at its finest. And they're going to mm-hmm. do it no matter what, no matter how Oppenheimer is as a film, they're going to do it. So, um, yeah, I mean, Hoyt Van Hoytsema can do, like, two different movies, can be equally as good, and then next thing you know, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to give it to Oppenheimer because it's a Christopher Nolan film, but I don't fucking care. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, man, since we're on the subject, there was a uh, – besides that, you know, a lot of – apparently I've been seeing on TikTok and on Instagram – A lot of people were surprised that Ana de Armas got nominated for best actress. Listen, she had a great job in in blonde. I fucking hated that
1: movie, though. I was going to say what I I think I haven't seen it like because I don't know. I like it just didn't seem right in in some senses, like and nothing really conveyed me to want to watch it. But I it did seem like she did a good job, though. Like, I'm not going to lie to you, like at least on that part, you know?
0: As someone who watched the film, I said, God damn it. (laughs) She had a great performance, but it should have been in a better film. With Mm. better dialogue. With better direction. All that. Because this was a film that was pretty much a film student's fever dream. Of like, I'm going to do all these types of things. I'm going to add all these different aspect ratios. I'm going to go black and white. I'm going to have this whole scene of imagery where everything's on fire and shit and you're just lost in the sauce. And then it exploited not only Marilyn Monroe but i felt like it exploited Honor de Amis because there were scenes in there that really pissed me off uh, there was a scene where she basically um uh, she basically sucked off John F Kennedy and i was just like okay we're done here we're done oh yeah i
1: thought i saw you make i saw your video on that i saw your video on that that was yeah that's crazy
0: yeah that video that video that that, that whole scene pissed me off then there were scenes of like him having uh, her having sex with uh, these two twins, I think it was Charlie Chaplin's sons, and they were showing all that, trying to go deep with it. I'm like, you ain't going deep. And it's all these different scenes of just her just, like, crying and smiling and, and screaming. I'm just like, oh,
1: my God. it
0: Ain't none. I'm so glad I didn't go see this in the theaters. Cause if I saw this in theaters, I would have I would have thrown my popcorn to the screen. Yeah. that
1: man shit. said I probably would have movie hopped to something else. <laughs> I would have, bro. I would have went
0: to the attendant and said, "Give me my fucking money back." Cause I don't know what you thought this was, <laughs> but this ain't it. And I'm <laughs> not him. <laughs> but oh, boy. Yeah, but Ana Daramas had a great. She was great. I just wish she was in a better film, but uh, I
3: yeah, feel that she I... got nominated.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, Morehouse alum, he got Yay, he got nominated. Third. In In Causeway, I was happy to see that. I don't know if he's gonna win though, because Ki-Hui Kwan was in everything ever all at once, and honestly, he's got a really good story attached to him. The fact that he had he hasn't been in movies since Indiana Jones and the Goonies, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. <laughs> They're gonna give that shit away. They're, they might give that away. Angela Bassett is is gonna get supporting actress, and if she doesn't bro, get supporting actress, I'm a I'm a I'm a. It's rigged. It's has. rigged. It's rigged.
1: I swear. If she does, bro, that's she's like. I think she's like the first actor in in any Marvel film to get nominated for an Oscar from a Marvel film. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? That's crazy. I mean, it's Angela Bassett. So, you know, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't surprised, but yeah. man, yeah, she better get that, bro. Cause her performance in that movie was, it, she, she
0: worked hard for that role. She, mm-hmm. all of that emotion. You could tell that all of that was natural. It wasn't just like she had, she ad libbed. It wasn't anything of like uh, this was just her and her acting ability. No, that was her. That was her raw self because mm-hmm. she took the death of Chadwick Boseman hard, and, and and her acting style is that you feel her. Like she was like she 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 was fighting for a fucking life for that award, and she deserves it. She won it at the Golden Globes. I think she'll win it for the Oscars. If they don't, if she doesn't get it. I'm gonna whoop somebody's ass. I'm going crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Getting <this> shit. <laughs> I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have a snap. <laughs> I'm gonna. Have, I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have an assassin uh, right up at the rooftop, right across from the Oscars. And then once I hear the award, <laughs> hold on, I'll be like, Stephanie Shu. Take the shot now. I'm Take dying. the shot now. Take I'm the shot dying. now. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, it's going to yeah. be at the people who uh who who, who uh who voted. Not going to be at Stephanie Hugh. Stephanie Hugh and um uh, everything ever all at once was great too. She Hong Chao was yeah. great. Hong Chao was great. Uh man, I was over here like she could have been nominated for either the menu or in uh uh the whale. Because she was great in both of those roles, but in the well, she, well, I feel like in the well, she was she was better, but in the menu, she was still funny, great. You know, there were, I was like, I like this, but um, that's good, that's good. yeah. So depending on, I that,
1: heard. Uh, do you uh, feel like okay? I haven't seen Woman King, but do you feel like Viola Davis got snubbed as well? Uh, man. Uh, I heard I a lot this of people actress? saying that for sure.
2: Man, I
0: just. I I'm okay, man. This is gonna be, I, I okay, I I I love I really liked her role in the film, but I don't know if it was Academy Award winning or nominated type of feel. I feel like it was just a typical Viola Davis role to where she really goes into to her uh her skills as a character actor and goes hard into it, and I loved it as always, but I don't think it was something that really stood out to me. I felt like (sighs) I think I will say that I will say that she, ah, man, I don't know, man. I think
1: I I I know what you're saying. Like, it's, it's nothing that you haven't seen before, basically.
0: Yeah, like it's something I've seen before in all these different films, and I mean, I will say like if she was nominated, I would have been like, "Hey yo, that's awesome. Now she better win for you go ahead and get clap." But I <laughs> I I think her not being there didn't it didn't make me upset. I was a little man, and I been I feel like people are going to disagree with me. I felt like Kiki Palmer should have been nominated. I'm sorry. I I Palmer I agree.
1: She did a good job in note, bro. I agree. She did a really good job in note.
0: Yeah, I felt like Kiki Palmer should have been nominated. Uh I felt like uh Man, uh, Letitia Wright should have been nominated. If We want to talk. Angela Bassett was already someone who was no- nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Mm-hmm. Letitia Wright should be nominated for Best Supporting Act for for Best Actress overall yeah. because her role in Wakanda Forever was amazing to me, and I thought that was an Academy Award winning performance. But I guess not because hey, we, we can only let one in. <laughs> we can only <laughs> everybody gets one. But I don't know. Hey, 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 hey.
1: You got you got one, Hey, 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 We gave you one. What more do you want, eh? We gave you something.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hold on, hold on. We already let your little Marvel friend come in. We already got one black person and we We're good. We're good. Go Bro, talk to the Golden Globes. You know,
1: you know something I oh okay. Um because this this brings me back to this episode of Atlanta. Where with the Tyler Perry episode, right? And you remember oh, how yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, Hello. all that stuff, bro." Right? So, you remember that part where, um, Van was sitting on the go kart trying to find her daughter, and she was talking to those other two black people that worked on the set on the uh, at the studio, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, Mister Chocolate, you know he's one." so many BET awards and, you know, this, this, this (laughs) award, right? And then she was like, yeah, but those are Black awards. And then she was like, oh, so the white ones only matter? And stuff like that. And then she was like, you know what I mean? So I guess it's like, knowing how it kind of seems like whenever in Black, in Black films per se, they give, like, we give great performances. There's great work behind that whole process of making it. But it doesn't get noticed in that field like as far as like say something like the oscars or maybe something to or the, the level Globes, like the Emmys yeah. and stuff you know what i'm saying like the big the big top ones right i guess it's like what yeah. are your thoughts on on that as a whole like the difference between black awards and the so-called you know higher up ones i don't want to say i want to say white but i want to say more yeah. so just no i know no you can hire no, you can say it. no I don't
0: no, that's a no that Lance, that's a good ass question. Thank God. Yeah. That was better than the topic I had prepared. Uh I'm not even, <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you, fam. I'm just like, oh my God, I've been waiting for this. uh, let me get this straightened up. So, okay. So first of all, that whole episode of Atlanta was fun was funny as fuck. And I, I get the whole thing. But it did get into a big conversation about holding on to like the weight of like black awards to white awards. I will say this right now. <sighs> A BET award is bullshit sometimes. A BET award is sometimes bullshit. Because it's like they BET don't care. B.E.T. nominates sometimes like the same types of movies or like those big movies just because they're black. And then they go ahead and they, sometimes they nominate and the same actor or actress wins every single time. So mm-hmm. it's just like, eh, okay. When you compare a BET award to an Oscar, it's like it's like uh, it's it's i hate to say it, but like it is like it's a it's like a like the per- people who are like choosing you either to be nominated or to win the award it's pretty much like everybody from the academy black white everybody and it and it has like a higher level of status and it sucks to say that you would want to say no one gives a fuck about the Oscars, but sometimes having academy award winning or oscar winning yada yada near your name for a movie it attracts a lot of attention also you can use that to command more money and that is a big thing and i gotta say you can't just say bet award-winning viola davis because half of the niggas don't even care about bet and the other half gonna be like "Eh, well you know bet okay cool so i mean black awards an award is award when you get awarded for something, it's cool. But like in the world that we live in today, uh the 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 weight of a black award is cut down like by two thirds of times and it really does suck. Um it, the NAACP awards, um, I feel like the NAACP awards sometimes I get the same vibe as B E T because the NAACP, when they have a little award show and they they like to nominate movies, you see what's nominated and then you see who wins and you're like, Holy shit. How did that win? Like, there are two years from the NAACP that, that kind of pissed me off. And I hate to be this guy, but it kind of pissed me off. There was two years where movies where I felt like they were like definitive, one of the best films in black entertainment and in film. And they lost over some films that I didn't, that I felt like were either good or I just, they weren't that great. Uh, the year that One Night in Miami and My Randy's Black Bottom got nominated for the NAACP, guess what's what? Guess which one movie won over both of them? i know over both
1: of them. Yeah. Guess which movie? Like between those two or there's another option. There was another option. Guess which, uh,
0: hold on. I'm just going to, uh, I just a rhetorical question, but like the movie that won both over both of them was, uh, uh, damn, what's that movie with uh Will Smith for Martin Lawrence? I, I totally blanked on it. Bad boys for life. Bad boys for life. Bad boys for life wanted. Hold on. You think I'm bullshit. Oh, I'm about to look it up right now because I'm telling you, I'm telling you when I looked that up one day. And I was just like, are you freaking kidding me? Uh, I was like, are you kidding me? What? Are you serious? Oh my God. <laughs> wait. Oh wait, that's for 2021. Okay. That's something completely different. Uh, yeah, like, okay, so I'm looking at right here. For actor and actress, Chadwick Boseman and Viola Davis won actor and actress for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. So it wasn't like, so at least they won those awards. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to share this screen with you. Okay. Just so you know the bullshit I'm talking about. Uh, try to look. Actually, nope, that was something completely different. Oh, those are the nominees for this year, though. I was
1: oh, going to yeah, say, the nominees yeah, no this yeah, is definitely recent.
0: Yeah, so, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Till, The Woman King, Emancipation, A Jasmine Blues, yeah. Did you see Emancipation? Nah, I don't got
1: Apple
0: Apple TV. Uh, I saw it, got it on YouTube. Uh, I saw it. How was it? Did you see it? Did you see a Jasmine's Blues? No wait, 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 wait. Is that is that the Tyler Perry thing? Yes, that's a Tyler Perry movie that it was actually pretty good, but nobody talked about it. Wait,
1: that he did a good job on that movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, man, i might going to check that out.
0: See, this is what I'm talking about. No, the the movie was good, nobody talked but nobody <laughs> found out about it. The one hey, movie no. where nobody found
1: out about it. That is funny. I'm about Uh, to say I remember seeing like one trailer on YouTube, but that was that was it. But nah, time 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 of day. Uh, Medea thing come out. Oh, hey, everybody talk about that though.
0: Oh yeah, because that those movies are funny and crazy. Uh, let me go here. 2020s, yes, right here. Look at this. 2021, Bad Boys for Life won over the Five Bloods Jingle Jangle mile Randy's Black Bottom and One Night in Miami. I was over here just like, "What the hell?" And then, uh, and then I mean, twenty nineteen, yeah. oh, I was over the here harder like, "They
1: fall beat it, beat all those two. No, the, the
0: harder they fall, beat Judas and the Black Messiah, and, uh, and King
1: James and King Richard.
0: My bad. Yeah, that's why I was just like, okay.
1: Now, now, don't get me wrong. That movie was... That hard. was a like, movie. I liked, Hey, movie. Hey, that, that, that movie was hard to me. But I don't think it was better than those, though. Like, as far as, like, an overall aspect. You know what I'm saying? But... Yeah,
0: I feel like for a film, it holds the same weight as Nope. It's not a perfect film, but it's the film that we need. And I think that maybe that may have been the selling point to the fact that it wasn't just like a typical uh, struggle film or civil rights period or slave film. It was something where Mm -hmm. it was set in the wild, wild west full of black people. And that film is very important, and it was really dope. So I I see that. Um, Looking at that year where I saw If Bill Street Could Talk and Lost Over Black Panther, I mean, it's Black Panther. Well, You ain't going to...
1: I, that one, yeah, it was more popularity, I think, and kind of, I think, I think, cause like, here's another thing: Do you think it's fair for people to, to, to award a film based off of like, like the, I want to say the external effect it had? Because like in this sense, I could see Black Panther getting winning that because of that sense. You know what I'm saying? It, it yeah, I mean, it, it makes it showcased black people in a really amazing way. And it, it, you know what I'm saying? It it was a bit like people. Yeah. You know, but versus, yeah, I mean, I get, which is more stronger in the internal sense of like characters, writing story, all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like emotion, all that. Yeah. I mean, black Panther was a cultural phenomenon. That film
0: broke barriers and it, it set this amazing precedent and black film and in entertainment to where no matter how you feel about the movie, that movie was going to win awards just for how important it was. So I have no problem. If Bill Street could talk lost to that film or the black Klansman. Now I do have a problem. I do have a problem Bro, with, Get I Out just losing that to Girls that? Trip. <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem with the NAACP thinking, Oh my God, girls trip was a better movie than get out. Man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs>
2: That that makes no sense whatsoever. Man, what? <laughs> that makes no sense whatsoever. I understand
0: Girls Trip was a great film. Though no, it was a it was a most surprising film of the year. But
1: goddamn it, it wasn't better to get out. <laughs> see, 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 see. This is this is what I mean, bro. Because like this is, this is why I <laughs> asked you that question about the whole the whole aspect of like awards. Because it's like it's. A-
0: Like, um, shit, shit. It's a popularity contest. It doesn't matter how good you are. It's just how popular you are. I don't even say that for Black Panther. I mean, Black Panther was like the new kid on the block, like the coolest kid on the block. Bill Street could talk was that one. If Bill Street could talk was that one. If you characterize this movie, it was that one girl. Nobody talked shit about no no one no one cared for her. It was just like Ugh, you ain't all that. Next thing you know, she's smart as fuck, she pretty, she cool, she chill, all that. Black Panther, that one girl was like, yeah, I mean, it may not be perfect, but she found as fuck. <laughs> That's what it <laughs> felt like. That's what it felt like. Okay.
1: Girl, like the fact that Get Out lost the girls trip, I was like, Man, fuck the NAACP Image Awards. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say. Then would you say, would you say, in that sense? Because obviously girls trip want cuz like no like okay that movie was it had a good it had like it had a a, a well known cast of black women and people was talking about that movie a lot like i could it, like in in a popularity sense yes okay i guess but like that still <laughs> doesn't mean it should win over get out though like, but Get Get Out was a more
0: popular movie than Girls Trip, in my opinion, because Get Out was the biggest surprise
1: in film, not only just in that year, but of the decade. Like, that film. Like, it's, but it's like, but they oh. both appeal to different demographics, though, you know? It appealed to
0: everybody. I, hold on, I don't even mean to be mad like that. No, no, no. Girls Trip appealed to black women and to the black community and that we saw a, a, a film full of black women, not in struggle like and yeah. having a good time in these wacky adventures. And it was genuinely funny in some sense. So like, I get that, but like with get out, it was a film that revitalized black horror. Like that film is copy and pasted into all these different shows and
2: movies and, and but, stuff but, like that. Like, but why did it lose to, to freaking God? Cause it's
1: the NAACP. It's the NAACP image awards. They so, don't care. So this gets me back to the whole awards thing. Cause it's like if if say a get out, right? Let's say let's say get out did no 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 no. I'm trying to think of a, a good a good black movie that wouldn't get appreciated at say an NAACP, but also wouldn't get into an Oscar. Like I'm trying to think of something that falls in that category. Let let's just that say doesn't in a get into,
0: like let's say that, in a film, that you does make, get you make into movie, an right? NAACP.
1: Like let's say you make a movie, right? It's beautiful. Yeah. You got a great cast, great cinematography, great everything, right? And of course, it gets it gets the recognition that you hope for. But when it comes to award award season, right? It gets nominated at the NAACP, and let's say like Girls Trip was up against you. Let's say it won, right? Because I don't know. Motherf- motherfuckers love the girl's trip, right? But for some reason, <laughs> yeah. they're not going to give your well-crafted, amazing film the, the the award, right? Okay, fine. You got nominated at the... Well, let's say you got nominated at the Oscars. But let's say you're like the only damn black film up there against a lot of other movies. Yes, they're good. They're heavy-hitting. But yours was really, really good and true to what you were selling it to, right? And boom, it gets snubbed. Let's say that. Then that's where I'm trying to figure out: do do awards really even matter? Because
0: no, they don't.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> they, that's why I'm they trying don't. to like find like a middle ground. Like, should we not really like not care about that stuff at all, or should we just be in the in the mindset of Let's just appreciate them because at the end of the day, the people who know, know. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll say this right now. Award shows, they don't fucking matter. The only reason why we talk about them and we go in and have these conversations is because it's just something that just to have a conversation with. And we, listen, it, it, we still like to see what gets nominated. What wins awards, all that because hey, we bored as fuck. But at the end of the day, we all know both of you, are, you and I, both know that the Oscars ain't shit. The Oscars is not shit. We know that some of these award shows, even the BET, NAACP Image Awards, they ain't shit because they're all they all dwell into popularity contest. When you talk about the Oscars, uh, I'm, I'm gonna just go ahead and go on an Oscar rant right here. I don't care who listens or watches. You just gonna hear me rant. I knew the Oscars wasn't shit when that year, uh, uncut gems got nominated or never, no, didn't even get nominated. And that was probably one of the best films of the year. And then they went in and said, Adam Sandler is not Oscar material that he shouldn't get mad about that. But you always get mad whenever he makes bullshit, whenever he makes good movies, you just like, ah, forget about him. I'll tell you this right now. Hustler. Some people have said Hustler got snubbed and Hustler was a really good movie. Um, when when uh I want to say Jennifer Lawrence, well not was Jennifer J-Lo? uh J Lo, when J Lo was in a was not a it was a stripper movie that was in it was yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah. She didn't get nominated for Best Actress because they said that movie's not Oscar material. But you want to go ahead years ago nominate uh one movie I, was, I think it was like Pretty Woman. It was it was some other film to where that didn't look Oscar worthy, and you're telling me. Oh, but this one about strippers, oh, you don't want to do that because it doesn't feel good. You just nominated an animated short film called My Year of Dicks. You telling me? Okay. And then the whole the whole thing with just, it's just the Oscars, they can get very political. It does not matter who you vote for, all that stuff. The fact that they get very political. They do stupid shit. Uh, the award shows, all that we all know this. This is some stupid stuff. If they would have just said, "Okay, here are the nominees," and then they just did a little YouTube video and just said, "Okay, here's here are the award winners," we'd be cool with that. We'd be cool with that. We don't need this this broad, exaggerant, uh, extravagant, uh, you know, award thing or whatever like that because we know it sucks. You, mean, you but- mean like
1: making it seem as though your opinion on who, what is the best picture, best actress, whatever, is the most important or yeah like the most important determiner of that like is that Yeah what like saying? like it's just yeah it's just like
0: it should not matter because i always live by this quote when it comes down to movies tv shows games anything like that you like what you like you dislike what you dislike actually i got that from some from a from a well from a guy on tiktok and on on twitch who's pretty cool um mr Revan 7 i'll just go ahead and just plug him up there but I use that quote because it, it stays true to this day. You like what you like, you dislike what you dislike. It is an because it doesn't matter if you like this or you dislike this. Everyone's gonna have their opinions. Everything is subjective. Some things are are, are sometimes facts, though. I'll tell you that. But a, a lot of times, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah I mean, let, let me be Some not things are just straight up facts.
0: I'm not like I, it's a fact <laughs> that. Get Out is better than Girls Trip, but well, I mean, people gonna say, "Hey, I like Girls Trip better than Get Out," and be like, "Okay, cool." But in terms of awards, man, that shit is all subjective. It ain't no goddamn fact. Sometimes, some sometimes it's just like, bro, bro. Like sometimes it's like the the audience can love one movie, and then critics are like, eh, "We like this one because it's true to film." Why do you think critics hate? Uh, why do you think? uh certain critics hate Marvel films because it's like, it's destruction of like film and everything. It's it's all that bullshit, but no, 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 It just, but to the whole thing about black awards and white awards, awards straight up just don't matter. But at yeah. the same time, I will say that it, there is this stigma to where you can be nominated and, and, and have won all these different BET awards and NAACP awards. But at the end of the day, if you don't have that Oscar, you're not going to get as much respect. And that does suck. Like, one of the th- I feel like there are so many black actors and actresses that deserve Oscars for the work that they've been able to do, and it's just kind of weird. Like they've worked here, they've worked in the industry for, for, for years, for decades, and they still haven't seen none. Like one one thing, I, I, I that's kind of weird is that have you ever like thought about how like Loretta Devine, Nia Long, Morris Chestnut, uh, a lot of those guys, actors and actresses, they they don't really have like any type of awards from an Oscars or something like
1: that. Don't you think that's kind of weird? They only get like, I feel like they only be getting stuff like BET, those type awards, if anything.
0: Yeah, and they're great at what they do. Yeah. Like they're really great actors and actresses. Like Loretta Devine's been in the industry for years, but it's like, I think it was just one day I haven't seen her win an Oscar, and it's just like, damn, she really deserves one for a lot of stuff to the stuff she's in. Now, sometimes she's say, just has a bullshit. She, movie, has she even so got I just, nominated? I don't think so. I'll look her right now. I. Let me look. Loretta Devine. But like it's just her uh so many people that we've seen in all these different films and you're like, "Man, why haven't they been
1: nominated?" Cuz they've done so many so much shit. See, that's and Loretta Devine that, but so That's what that's what I'm getting on. Like, what is there is there okay, like yeah, this might be a, like a far-fetched idea I'm trying to pick at, but it's kind of like is there a fine like is there a middle ground or is there a way of being successful and thriving in this industry while not having to worry about awards or person? Like, of course, I can understand popularity. Like that goes without saying. Cause, like, say for instance, if you're one of the the best artists, creators in the world, but people constantly talk like like you have no awards to your name, but you have a super big fan base. I'm I. I, I personally, I wouldn't care about awards at that point. You know what I'm saying? Because. Yeah. I mean, it, it goes.
0: Uh, okay. So first off, sorry to interrupt. First I'm off, I'm going to go ahead and share the screen with you so I can show you what I found. Uh, So like, she's been, a, she's one of those actors, a- actresses that have been nominated and have won NAACP awards all day, every day, as you can see here. Definitely in the 90s and early 2000s. She was nominated one. Independent Spirit Awards, Satellite Awards. She did get a Primetime Emmy for guest actress in in Grey's Anatomy. So there is that. Uh, Critics' Choice nominated. And then Children's Family Award and Emmys. Yeah, so there's all that. But, like, she's mainly, like, one of those women that's like, I got a lot of NAACP awards and BET awards. But, yeah, I mean... So, I mean, good for her I mean she's a great actress. she's done a, a lot of great things but uh but no, I mean like there is that there is that thing to where it does have it it reminds me of this conversation I had with my girlfriend about like what what like what if you're an actor or an actress, what's more important the money or the uh the money or the accolades and at this point, sometimes it's the accolades, other times it's the money because if you can be someone that's always booked and busy and do all these movies and people love you, then it is what it is. I mean, there was a point where Leonardo DiCaprio haven't, hasn't won, a, didn't win an Oscar for a very long time before The Revenant, and but everybody went to go see his movies because he was a great actor. Uh, we could talk about Neil Long and Morris Chestnut and Regina and Regina Hall and all these different people. They they haven't won like a lot of uh, like the Oscars or, or, or uh, the Golden Globes as much as as their counterparts. But like everybody go see a movie with them, it don't fucking matter. Hell, I'll even say this, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's someone to where you can question his acting ability or you can question the movies he's been in, but he makes a steady cash flow, and they don't give a fuck. So I feel like it's that line to where it's either you can be that actor or actress everybody loves and you making tons of money just because of your name or you can be that actor or actress that you just win so many awards just because of who you are. And it's an either or type of situation. Now, if, you're, if you become both, then that's awesome but it's a very hard thing to do sometimes in this industry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It it, it seems damn near impossible. Shit. Like that's like, that's like a unicorn type thing. If anything, you know? Yeah. Like the,
0: like, Oh, here's a better example. You can be the rock and you can be in all these different films. They may not be that great, but at the same time you can command the box office and make a lot of money. So it doesn't freaking matter at all um shit you can be robert downey jr you could you you cannot win awards for a minute but next thing you know you you win it you making you making millions even billions of dollars because you are iron man you can say that for a lot of people and some people will say oh they make a lot of money but they're not really actors because it's not it's not really them it's the name i'm sorry no i mean (laughs) anthony mackie became uh captain america I love him. I, I'm going crazy for him. But at the same time, you know, a lot of people were mad as fuck when Steve Rogers was in Captain America no more, when Chris Evans <laughs> was in Captain America. So it's definitely a fucking name, goddammit. It's, it's, like, it's definitely the name of the actor.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, bro, would Sam, Samuel Jackson be a good example? That man been in like hundreds of movies. But, no, I don't want to say hundreds. He's been in over a hundred, I believe. Like, he's worked in he's a-, a lot
0: of films. Say that, yeah.
1: But I don't know if he's, like, getting a lot of, like, awards in that sense. Because I know he, I think he got something Oscar or Emmy relate, like, one of those high awards. But it wasn't, like, for, say, for instance, like, a, like, like his performance in something. It was, like, one of those, you know, like, them lifetime awards or something like that. You know? Like, what you doing for the industry he's got, he's type got- of awards.
0: So, okay, if he no, I will say he's been getting a lot of he's got the honorary academy award for G- That's
1: the one. That's the one I'm talking about. Like, but nothing for say, oh, he was a best actor in this or, you know, or nominated for something like oh, that. That's go. what I'm saying.
0: Here you go. Uh Academy Awards, best supporting actor in pulp fiction nominated. He was a freaking amazing in that honorary academy, but he but he has he has he he did not he did not get nominated or win an award until 2022 where he was given an Honorary Academy Award, which, which makes no sense. That's what I'm saying. Uh, BAFTA, BAFTA Award. That was in Pulp Fiction. Then there was Best Supporting Actor or Actor in a miniseries, Against the Wall, Pulp Fiction, The Time to Kill, and Jackie Brown. Uh, Independent Spirit Award. Then there was Jungle Fever in 1991. Berlin. Oh, okay. Oh, what the fuck? Miscellany. Okay, that that kind of pisses me off a little bit. Uh, an, an, an NAACP Image Award is considered miscellaneous awards. That's a little... I'm not going to lie, that kind of pisses me off a bit, but that's that's pretty much what I was talking about, though. Like, uh, an NAACP Award and a BET Award, it, it's like it's taken down a peg, and like two-thirds of its weight is taken away. And it's... Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he, he all these different roles that he's been in. He won... Best Supporting Actor for Django Unchained and Black Reel Awards. MTV, NAACP, Saturn, Teen, Teen Choice Awards. Film Critic Awards. But besides that, yeah, he's one of those people. He's one of those people that you love him to death because of what he's been able to do. But at the same time, you don't see him a lot on award shows. He's one of the most popular people out there in Hollywood. But in terms of awards, it's like, he ain't got a whole lot. Like, he, he don't have, you know, he just got an honorary award, but he's not nominated a lot. And, and it pisses you off a bit because Samuel L. Jackson is one of our greatest actors of our time. So sometimes it's like, man, it don't even sometimes at that point, it don't even fucking matter. As long as people like you and you making money and you live in life, sometimes that's all what it is. Now, if you really want an Academy Award, OK, OK, you do what you want. But I feel like after you get one Academy Award, something like that, you good to go. Don't even fucking matter. Yeah. Once you get one, we're going to be happy for you. But at that point, it's like, man, just make your money. I wanna be sometimes I'd rather be that actor that can command twelve million to twenty five million dollars for just one movie and then make royalties out, out of that. Rather than that one guy that made that one made the one uh film where I barely got paid any pennies. I got I got a, and I got an Academy Award and all that. Now an academy award can lead you can open doors for you, but at the same time, I wouldn't break my back if I didn't get nominated or acted all the time. So that's what I'll say.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of, yeah, because, like, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, it seems like at the end of the day, the most important thing for creatives, everybody like that to do is just honing on making great stuff. But in the sense of, like, not solely for an award, but solely just for, I guess, how you want to. The how you want Yeah, the yeah. One, improve your craft, but also to kind of like just share your 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 insight your perspective on things through a story to people you know and then just yeah go from there like honestly like that like that, it seems like that's the most important thing at this point because yeah that
0: it, it's very important so i mean i'm not gonna lie like if i did win an academy award for whatever i did i'd be like
1: oh no, thank you jesus oh <laughs> oh so happy. Yo,
0: li- for sure for sure i like to thank my mama i like to date my daddy. <laughs> I, I thank you. I put my life's work. Won't he
3: do it?
1: It'd be like that, yeah. But besides that, fuck the award show. But <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, because, hey, don't get me wrong. If I do get, if I do get blessed later in life of getting one of them, hey, I'm going to be like, hey, I'm so thankful for this. But then I'm going to disclaim, at the end of the day, man, just fuck the awards. Hey, just create, bro. Don't, don't do it for yeah. no wars. Just do it for you, yourself, and the people you love, and the people you want to touch, connect with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, no. I, I,
0: <laughs> it's kind of like what happened with the Grammys, like with Beyonce. She just kept winning so much that she said, man, fuck this shit. You racist motherfuckers. And they still nominate her for no matter what. Beyonce Beyonce, Beyonce can literally just uh, record herself gargling, and, and the Grammys will give her an award just because. Yeah. Yeah, she could be, garg- be gargling mouthwash, and she could be just be humming, and they'd be like, "Best song of the year, best album of the year." She does <laughs> the same thing. She's the queen. <laughs> BET do the same thing too. BET can 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 hear her footsteps and be like, "I don't know if that was her footsteps, but album of the year." That's literally what it. it is.
1: But we love it though, Shoot. <laughs> We love it. Beyonce, the queen. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, bro. So, yeah, man, but.
0: But yeah, I, <laughs> man, it's funny. We were supposed to talk about a short film I watched.
1: Damn. I know, I know, I know. It's just like we got on that Oscar no. thing and I just started thinking about just that aspect of, you know, the film industry in general. Just because, you know, like that's, that's a big part of the culture as far as like, you know, awards, festivals, uh, all that stuff. No, yeah. But like just trying no, I, to talk no, about an aspect of is that really important as far as you know making great work you
0: know no i'm no i'm glad we had that conversation i'm not even mad that we 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 darted into that rabbit hole because um i'm not going to lie fam this is why i have you here in the middle of the week just to talk about the industry films all that stuff cuz i was talking to brandon yesterday I had no disrespect to Brandon he's still one of my my, my homies
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, but Brandon, Brandon
0: Brandon was just like you go see that movie? Nope. About this movie? Nope. This movie? Nope. This movie? Nope. Did you see Nope? Nope. <laughs> oh wait, yes I did and, and I was just like god damn it Brandon and we went to go see Nope together too so like he saw that he thought it was awesome but um, I mean straight up like <laughs> straight up Like straight up Like he was just like hey, I'm not a movie guy But like we still have A good time talking About certain movies Like when we talked yeah. About Unhinged That was good Uh no nah, man but Uh no, nah, that short film man We gotta I, I will say I will say something Real quick about that Short film because I do have a, like a review A little mini review On TikTok about it I, I implore you to go watch it It's called My Year of Dicks Uh it, It's got nominated For best animated short film It's a film that, short and sweet and simple, it's a a short film about this young girl named Pam who spent the entire year trying to lose her virginity. And around the time, she learns about her body, she learns about herself, she learns about how guys operate, what she really wants in a man, and it's split into five different chapters. And I think... For what it was, it was a really, really, really good short film, and I feel like it's a it's a short film that I wouldn't mind being turned into an uh, an A twenty four film. Like if A twenty four saw this and said, "Hey, we want to go ahead and distribute this into an actual film," I feel like this would be great, or like make it live action, or FX do it because I think the logo towards the end of this trailer that I was looking up, I think it was like an FX something tr- uh trailer, and I was like, yeah, like. I feel like that would be a great film that I would watch. Uh let me go ahead and actually pull up the trailer and show it to yeah. you, bro. I'm
1: interested be... in seeing what it uh seeing, seeing it for sure.
0: Yeah, let's see if I can share it.
1: interesting art style. Yeah.
3: Dad, I'm grounded. Is that him?
0: Yeah, so that was... So, it's at that said, point, you're you just naked? like, I don't... Because my
2: t-shirt sucks. Oh, Look at Shit, Gibson. what the fuck? He's wearing a true classic... Okay,
0: that was a true classic commercial. Okay, uh, <laughs> that true classic commercial. <laughs> but no 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 so like yeah from the trailer you don't know too much it's like kind of crazy it feels like adult swim like that's the vibe that i kind of got because i was like whoa this feels like something i would watch like late night at adult swim Mm -hmm. but um or like a late night fox show or whatever but yeah the animation style is different i thought it was a little creative and it really does a great job at visualizing a lot of the emotions that pam feels the main character and uh, there are points where the animation takes inspiration from like the theme of the entire uh uh the entire chapter. Like at one point they go uh, old school anime, like Sailor Moon. One point they go very horror like in the fifth in the like fourth chapter. And uh I, I think there are just moments in here to where they they do a really good job at visualizing everything. Uh I think one one of the animation styles I love the most was when it's like the second boy that she meets. It's this guy that works at a movie theater who f- she thinks is like this romantic uh, romantic French guy or whatever. Turns out he's a fuck boy. And it's just like um, I thought, yeah, again, I feel like A24 should should really look into like maybe picking this up and making this into a entire film. Because I felt like there were so many things in here that I would love to watch uh, live action wise and, and get so much out of it. And uh, I think it would be great. Um, now, I, I, I guess the reason why I wanted full length a full length feature film because when it gets to the fifth chapter and you're introduced to her parents and who they are, I feel like that's really. I think I like that would be really good for for uh, for for a really good story to tell between her relationship between her and her parents because at one point I'm, I'm I'm a spoil a little bit, so like she gets grounded for one thing that happens from the previous chapter, and then. Her mom's just like, oh, guess what? Now you get to spend more time with me. And she's like, yeah. And then, you know, Pam sees this boxes, box of letters. And she's straight up just like, oh, what's this? And then her mom's just there for the dish. She's like, don't you, t- don't you fucking touch that. <laughs> and it was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then she's like, some dumb shit from high school. And then she's just reminiscing. She's like, oh, look at this. And then you get this monologue of like Pam. There's a lot of monologues in here from Pam. Pam just monologuing, like, you know, these are the times where I really love these interactions between your mom between my mom and me and mom and daughter relationships, all that's it's, it's awesome. And then she's like, Hey mom, when was the first time you had sex and what was it like for you? And then her mom she's like, Shut the fuck up! Who do you think you're talking to? And it's just like, whoa, whoa! And then she's just like, I'm talking to your father. Your father wants to talk to you. And it just goes into a part where you're just sad because you're like, oh my God. But yeah, man. If I if I had to uh tell you straight up how I felt about the short film, I, I thought it was great. There was a full version of the short film that you could watch, but I I think it's gone because I think it was copyright issues. But uh if I had it, I would have sent it to you. But I would look for and try to watch it because this was a great short film uh that I had a lot of good time with. And uh yeah, pleasantly surprised with how good it was. Okay. Where can where can where can we watch this? Yeah, that's the thing. I've been trying to look for it and try to see where I could find it. Mm-hmm. It was on. It was, it was on a YouTube. So maybe if I look in my, I'm, I'm going to look in my history. Okay. And see if I can find it. because right, I was watching it yesterday. And I had a really good time. I was actually watching it during class, too. That's the funny part. Um, I hope it's not deleted. I'm looking at it right now. Hold on.
1: Or they probably put it on, like, another platform because of the recognition it could it was getting and stuff, maybe.
0: Maybe. It could have been one of those things where it's starting to get recognized, and they're like, okay, we're going to take this shit down.
1: Man, what? Yeah. Yeah. High B sometimes, right.
0: man. Yeah, I can't Yeah, I can't find it because all the stuff that I'm looking at. Yeah, I can't find it anymore because all the stuff that I'm looking at. I literally watched it yesterday. That video's gone now. Alright, let me see if I can find it. Man, that sucks. I mean, yeah, once you get you Get nominated, you, you big time, <laughs> big time Hollywood. Big now, time. Huh. you think you all out of bag of chips, huh? Motherfucker. Uh, I'm on the website, okay. Here we go. Yes, you can find it on the website, uh, mylifeofdicks.com. <laughs> That's so funny. On, bro. I'm about to show it, <laughs> I'm about to show it to you right now. For anyone who's noticing, go to watch go to watch it on mylifeadicks.com. All right. The bet, full bet. Film. Oh, it's so actually okay, you know, 25 minutes. You know so. what? You know what? You wanna watch it together right now or you wanna watch it by yourself?
1: I'm gonna w i am honestly, honestly, I'm gonna watch it by myself, bro. I, I gotta, I got I be, I be having my processes of watching stuff. So. so I'll definitely watch it by myself, but I definitely wanna like definitely will get with you to like talk to you about it for sure though
0: okay would you mind if I show you the, the part where the mom just flips out <laughs> Is, would it would be okay if I show you that go for it because I thought it'd be fu- I, funny as hell
3: your help <laughs> Hold on. keep you all to myself <laughs> what are these are these love letters they're mine from high school, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> They're mine, goddammit. Promise me you'll never read these. Dear mom, it's moments like these I'm reminded you were once young like me, maybe a lot like me, and now we're here, having a quiet, private moment where we could maybe share something honest and real. <laughs> Richards. I could use your help. <laughs> mom, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. How old were you when you first had sex? <laughs> shut up! You shut the fuck
0: up! Mom I- I'm not I'm not. I'm not.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it complete it just turned into a complete
0: one eighty. <laughs> oh man, you frozen, bro. You frozen. Oh man, hold on. You might be frozen. Oh uh, yeah, I'm oh, not. I'm probably, I'm not
1: <laughs> you look frozen. You, were... bro. Hey, <laughs> hey, were hey I be doing that all the time, bro. Like when I be on the phone with people, I just you know hit the. Yeah, <laughs> Lance, Lance. Let's. <laughs> I'm about to say But nah bro What the heck bro Cause I like I like what she was saying In her head about like Wow This is a really great moment I, Me and my mom Can have a stronger relationship This is that 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 No What the fuck No Like damn Shut the fuck up am
3: saying I'm trying to Hold I'm on. trying to love
0: you I want to go back to it Hold on I want to go back to it Cause this is Maybe funny Maybe share now.
3: something Honest and real. Richards. I could use your help. <laughs> Mom, can I ask you a question?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: How old were you when you first had sex?
1: Shut up! You shut the fuck up! Mom, I... <laughs> she asked a question and told her to shut up. Shut <laughs> up!
0: She was like, hey, mom, yeah, what's up, honey? Can I ask you, when was the first time you had sex? You Motherfucker. Who the fuck you think you're talking to? That <laughs> I'm
1: like, i like, I a question. Who you think you're talking to? <laughs> it's what? like she got up to the camera, like, who you think you're talking no, to? No, for real. You know, like in them things where they grab the camera and they, what's, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right, 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 exactly. All right. Oh, Oh, my <laughs> gosh.
0: <laughs> oh man no i uh, please watch it maybe maybe sometime next week we could probably talk about it or something
1: Alright, bet sounds like a plan man golly bro yeah
3: man
0: that's
1: <laughs> yeah man <laughs> that's say. oh Dang, cause she it that was that was like a nice little lot like that. What she was saying in her head was just a nice
0: thing. Yeah, man oh my god, like when that happened, I was like, oh. But the thing is, it's very realistic in the world that we live in today. Sometimes there's a lot of parents out there that don't want to talk about it, that don't want to have a conversation. So, I'm not. I'm not surprised about it, but one bit. So. All right, all right. So that's pretty good. Uh, damn, I hate to say it, but we might have to cut this episode short.
1: Oh, we've been oh, we've been on here for about two almost two hours.
0: Yeah, and it all also I got I got shit to do. I didn't
1: mean I was gonna I say I, to I hey, hey it's all good. Hey, sometimes we get wrapped up in what we're talking about, so it's all good. Honestly, well, I think that's a good thing. I think if anything, it just shows that moving forward, we got to be, we got to be strict on the timetable of things. But I, at least it shows that me and you can have great like conversation about stuff for real. So
0: yeah. You know, I'm not even mad about it because it's like, sometimes like that structure shit. Like you texted me earlier before this episode and I was just like, shit, I don't know. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. (laughs) But I was like, Hey, this is why I just say sometimes I'm just like, sometimes it's just cool to talk and just yeah. see what we can just have a conversation with. So I'm not even mad about that, bro. Um, you know what? There was one thing I wanted to talk about, but mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. Cause I don't know if you, well, you, you, how much you watch American football? Bro, I'm a soccer fan, bro. I watch football. Okay. I don't watch football. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I was going to talk about this one thing with Ed Reed and Bethune Cookman, but honestly, I'm not even going to get into that because <laughs> that shit is sad as hell. And I ain't got time to make a video on HBCU football no
1: more. Was it, was it but, another situation of HBCUs doing HBCU stuff? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You want you want the long version you want the short version? Give me give me give me a short version just so I can be hip. I I ain't got to know the details cuz like I feel like even if if like I feel like from a short version I can understand the context for sure. So so basically Ed Reed, Hall
0: of Fame uh NFL player from the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. He was working at University of Miami as like a part of the coaching staff and then he gets hired uh To be the head coach for Bethune Cookman, and then the days leading up to them ratifying the contract or whatever, he spoke out, went on Instagram live, and said, "Hey, this is some fucked up shit <laughs> uh this is some fucked up shit uh Bethune Cookman is doing, and talking about how Bethune Cookman is dirty, how all these things about how the school don't look good." Players and the coaches had to pick up trash. There were rats all over the, uh, the, the coaching office, all that type of stuff. And it just became a situation to where he started airing out a lot of stuff. And then Bethune-Cookman decided to not ratify his contract. So he's not the head coach. He went on Instagram Live again. He went on Live or he did a video or something. He talked to his players and said, yeah, Bethune-Cookman, they're not telling you everything. They, they don't want me here because I, I do too much. I tell the truth. And uh, Reggie Theus, the the AD for Bethune-Cookman Sports, he said that he doesn't like Ed Reed doing that. The administration didn't like Ed Reed doing that. Um, It's become this whole big fucking deal where it's like, it's, it's crazy. And the crazy part is, is that Ed Reed speaking out against uh, bethune Cookman, it's caused a student protest because the dorms and the suites, everything. Remember how like people always had complaints about Brazil Hall, uh, Graves, uh, the suites we had, and all that. Damn,
1: damn near all of them for real.
0: Yeah, damn near all the suites and the and the dorms. Yeah, it's pretty much just this situation. Oh, it, you know what? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when Clark Atlanta went on that protest, or like. Clark Atlanta was on the news because they didn't have, cause they had more students than dorms or like the dorms were like completely filthy. Remember that? I
1: remember that. I remember that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So hold on. I'm going to show you this video of Ed Reed basically doing his thing.
1: So basically he right. exposed them for what's really going on. They didn't what's like going that.
0: on and stuff for what's going on and stuff. Yeah. And it's just become this whole thing. And, What's crazy is that, man. It's this, man. It's been months since Deion Sanders left from De- from Jackson State. Everything going on and more crazy shit. So here you go. Change
2: around here. You saw the front of the building. Terrible. This the back of the building. They working on the front of the building. This the same people said we are gonna help you build what you want. Okay. How I'm gonna believe you, man? Yeah. Sounds... How I'm gonna believe them? Didn't I tell you I don't trust nobody? I'm coming over giving them the same passion and they smiling and laughing at my thing funny. We gonna ride through the fence that these, they ain't fixed the fence. We about to ride through this fence. This ain't even football side. This ain't even a football side. And y'all talking about mad at my uncle prime. Y'all mad at Dion, mad at prime. This shit is every HBCU. Bro, we riding through the fence. This is track, bro. This is track. This is what they practice on. It's a straightaway. This is in a mirror field. You can't practice on this. Hey,
0: bro. Why does that remind me of... uh... Why did that remind me of the Edwin Edwin Moses track?
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Why did that remind me of the Edwin Moses track, bro? When they had, like, the track was just all types of fucked up.
1: Yeah. Like, it was like. like Now it's fixed. There was barely any red left on it. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, bro. This is. Hold on.
1: These kids got this
2: to work with. This gives me a a,
1: a thing I kind of want to talk to you about next week or yeah, next sure time it. we get, get together. At this point, because I got to show this. I was, I was talking to my girl about this um, literally like yesterday and just talking about how, like, same thing with the Deion Sanders thing, you know, like similar situations where how you try to, like, help, but at the same time it doesn't seem like they – I don't want to say they don't want to be helped, but it's like – they 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 mess up the thing that's trying to, you know, that you're trying to help them with or whatever. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No. Like yeah. mm-hmm. or like how in some places, like say for instance, like rappers that try to help their grow their 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 hood and everything like that. Like so they so their community could be better and then they end up getting killed or something. You know what I'm saying? Like
0: Yeah, I mean I'm going to say this. Uh, I love my HBCU. I, I, you know, I really enjoyed my time at Morehouse. I enjoyed my time uh, spending time with people like you, Lance, and others. Uh, there were some things that I, I had some problems with here and there. But, I mean, they don't matter. But, to be honest with you, Morehouse had problems financially. And some of the structure of it was weird as hell. They are getting better over time. But... This is a problem that HBCUs have had for years, and it's, it, it, you, it's, it's a little pissy because I'd always say that while other universities are moving through the times, get progressing in terms of structure, HBCUs seem to be stuck in time or just lagging behind. And it's just – it gets annoying, and then, like, you get people like Dion Sanders and Ed Reed to come in they do all these changes, they do all this stuff, and then you have people that complain every single time because it's taking away the luster and stuff. I said this with, with Dion Sanders. I had said that, listen, that man, he went to an HBCU for a little bit, but that man is going to run that shit like a business, like every other big-time college football school. And, you know, some people didn't like that. Some people didn't like the approach he took. He didn't... He, people didn't like the fact that he canceled the con that he, he said that it was dumb that we're in the John Mary classic for all those years and stuff. A lot of people thought that it was wrong for him to say that. And I, eh, it was just, sorry. It's just, I'm going through. Going no. Through yeah.
1: I, I, like I know what you're saying. Cause it's like, yeah, there's like two perspectives. There's people that, Like, cause what I was reading some of the the, the comments and stuff that were coming up as he was talking about everything. And then there was like, there's people that were saying like, no, like, like, that's why we need you here. So you can, you know, help grow it or whatever like that, or stuff in the lines of like, oh, it would take time. Like, you know, like stuff like that. But I mean, like, you can't like depend on one person to you know, make all the, like, all of a sudden fix all your problems. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, and it, I, I will say that you can't, you
0: can't, you can't rely on just one person at times. And that if that person got a plan, he got a plan. He's gonna do his shit. So I'm not even gonna, you know, tell you, like, hey, like, you gotta put some work into it, too, and you gotta do some other stuff. I will always say that it's kind of, I will say that that whole George Floyd protest, Morehouse getting a whole lot of money donations, especially when we got the donation from uh, Jeff Bezos' wife. That helped out a lot. That helped out a whole whole lot. But I prayed to God. I was over here saying they better use that money
1: for something, right? They better that's, use it right. That's to it. It. that's what I'm saying. Like the fact that we even have to like question if they would, or you know, hope that they do. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's weird. It's very weird. And, and you know, when Deion Sanders
0: left, uh, there was that whole drama about how, like, the AD and, like, I think it was, like, the president was mishandling funds, and it that's was a, just weird. And be, That's what I'm, it like, was,
1: why? It
0: was, a, like... Well, it was a big rumor, and I don't think nobody confirmed it. I think someone just took that from a podca- podcast clip and just used it. I don't know. Someone one even fucking confirmed it. But it's always a thing to where it's, like, you damned if you do damned, if you don't, you do what you want to do to fix up and to solve these problems. People got problems with you doing that. And then when you fix the problems and you say, all right, I'm going to head on out and do what I got to do because this is my first destination. This isn't my last stop. People get mad at you because like, Oh, now you're going to go ahead and just go to white school. So you can go ahead and feel proud about yourself. It's just like, I was mad that Dion left, but I understood because he said this from the get-go. This wasn't his final destination. He was going to leave sometime. I just I just didn't think he was going to leave uh, as soon as he did. Yeah. But this whole Ed Reed situation, I was cool. I'm I'm going to say this, and people are going to get mad at me for saying this. If I post this on TikTok or YouTube or whatever. Ed Reed, I'm glad that he called that shit out. I'm glad that he said what he had to say and, and exposed Bethune Cookman for what they did. But at the same time, I do do get it that you can't expect change to happen in one day. Deion Sanders was different, different. Deion Sanders did all these different connections and it happened, but it still was a process. He was there for years and it took time for him to change up Jackson State. With Ed Reed, it's like, yeah, it looks crazy, but what did you expect? It's HBCUs. HBCUs are, are severely lacking behind other universities, other BWIs. So to say that, I mean, yeah, call out the people who's in charge of all this stuff and call them out and tell them, hey, you're not doing your job. But at the same time, yeah, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. I'm not exactly. going to be over here complaining that, this is, that, that you gotta, you got to drive through a fence. I mean, yeah, complain about it, but don't go over here talking about it needs to be done right this second. Sometimes things are going to happen. Sometimes it takes slow. That's the HBCU way sometimes. Sometimes you got people working in these high positions of power and they're working on PT, uh, PT time. No, 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 CPT time. Sorry about that. PT time. Yeah. CPT time. Uh So yeah, I mean, and, and and going on the internet about it, it's like, yeah, you like exposing shit, but at the same time it does it does it does get a little weird. There is that conversation, but that's a little bit that respectability politics bullshit that I hate, but I mean, what he said made students go ahead and speak out for what was going on, and that made sense. But, like, there yeah. are no matter how you feel about your HBCU, you can love HBCUs, you can do all you want. I love my HBCU to death. But at the same time, no one's absolved from criticism. No one's absolved for saying any of that type of stuff. I mean, we, wasn't it just years ago that Howard was under some scrutiny because of what they did
1: financially? Wasn't that years ago, bro? Yeah, like, I remember it was around that time me, me and you were still in school. Ooh, I remember that. Or even, yeah, so. even, even a. Or maybe, maybe even a little bit after we graduated. Maybe I just know it was like around that 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 time. I definitely know what you're talking about.
0: It was like I think it was freshman year when my teacher, my English teacher, was talking to me about it. All that I was like, man, Howard some, some weird shit. And HBCUs do some do some fucked up shit sometimes. That's what so that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying because it's
1: like there's people that come in stuff, yeah. to help, right, and then just something goes wrong in the process of them trying to get helped. And that's the, and I think that's the thing like I'm trying to think of because it's like, yes, we need to do everything we can to like uplift the black community. Uh, what is it? HBCUs, et cetera, and et cetera. So, you know, the black community as a whole can continue growing and growing. But I don't, I just, I just, I'm just trying to like understand why some things, Like, why, you know, why some things got to go a certain way, like, rather than everybody just being on board with, you know, doing their part, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Again, it's a messy situation, and... I guess we. I, I was gonna not talk about it, then talk about it, not talk about it. Now I'm here. talking I was gonna say we can it, we so.
1: can move it to next week, bro. Because like, hey, I mean, hey. Well, we, 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 pretty much, much, we, this, no, we pretty bro. much,
0: know, we pretty much yeah. had, we pretty much had the gist of it. Oh, by the way, uh, this is the same school. I, I will say this: this is the same school that years ago got Betsy DeVos, the the former ed, Secretary of Education, to speak for their graduation, and she's the same one that took money, COVID aid money public schools, and brought it over to uh, private and charter schools. That's the same woman. The same woman that didn't believe in public schools, that believe in private and charter schools, Republican, all that stuff, and they chose to invite her. And students went behind her back while she was speaking. And then the whole, the the, the president, whatever, wanted to talk about like, oh, okay, you can choose exit, you can leave. You'll get your degree in the mail. And it's just like, man, fuck you for what you did. Oh, I'm going to look that video up. It's the same, it's the same Bethune cookman. Now I got a different president, but at the same time, the same Bethune cookman that did all that. Wow. So yeah, for that school, I'm not for that school. I'm not even totally like surprised. They would do some shit like that. I'm sorry. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
0: Yeah. The same, the same Betsy DeVos that, that took COVID a millions of dollars of COVID a money and said, yeah, we're going to give it to private charter schools. And then we want to talk about, oh yeah, we, you know, you know, people, kids can go back to school. Next thing you know, kids catching COVID, all that type of dumb shit. Uh here it is. Hold on, hold on. All right, here it is. Go ahead and show it to you right now. Here you go.
3: If this...
2: Behavior continues. You're the blues on here,
3: too. Shoes. Shoes with the
1: way you want to go. Sounds disordered.
0: Same Bethune Cookman that did all that, and it's just like you expect me to believe that I'm gonna put Ed Ed Reed in complete distrust, say that he's wrong, he's in the wrong. No, could he have done something something a little better? Yeah, but no, Bethune Cookman, fuck, fuck, fuck. Sometimes I'm just like, fuck Bethune Cookman, sometimes,
1: man. I'm I'm saying, like, why is there like corruption in that stuff, man? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me.
0: It's just weird, it's just weird. I mean, we could talk about that whole story with Morris Brown, Morris Brown, you know, the way how they had to go ahead and lose their, lose their license, lose their, uh, they lost their whole uh, accreditation because faculty and staff, even the president was taking money.
1: Why? Like, like, that's what, that's what I don't get. Like, it's, it's you just, have a chance uh, to actually do good. In a field that we're already lacking in but for but like why like that doesn't make any sense to me bro like it's just
0: it don't it don't it don't make no sense. I can go super- philosophical tell you this, tell you that sometimes I just don't I don't fucking know, but it's that dumb shit that I hate the most it it truly is it truly is we could talk about it next week. And go please. deeper into it but
1: please because yeah because i because like like i said i was talking to my girl about it and i was like
2: how can we help people when it like when they're when they don't even seem like they want to be helped you know what i'm
0: saying Yeah. no honestly yeah no, no that's a good question so man i'll even invite uh i'll even invite a third person if i can because i i'll invite a third person just get on camera i don't i don't, fucking, I don't fucking know but no, uh, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. This is the Midnight Drop. Uh, Yes, things were a little bit more free-fall, more free-form than you thought. But, hey, I mean, that is pretty much the na- nature of this podcast. We like to just keep it simple and chill and just talk with whatever we want to talk about. But, Lance, thank you so much for coming in. As always, man, we'll see you next week. Probably talking about more of this HBCU crazy shit. And also talking about more movies and all that stuff. But until then, I'm your host, Jordan Malone. This is Lance. This has been The Midnight Drop. Go ahead and check us out on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and all other platforms. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.